What's happening, weirdos? This is a gr- this is a great one. This is a g- great one. So we let I think if next time we try and think of a hardest laugh, it'll be this episode. Yeah, we laughed pretty hard. We got the gigs. We got the gigs got and, we, and we the shared gigs. them. We shared them with y'all and thank you for listening and. Uh, and if you want to come see me do stand-up, mm-hmm. December 14th, that's my only date right now, Largo-LA.com here in Los Angeles. It's always a great show. And if you like this podcast, it would mean a lot if you try one of our delightful uh, sponsors, the Pete's Picks, like Ritual Multivitamins, which both Val and I have been taking for about a year now, which I love. It is a unbelievably clean uh, traceable, minty fresh, literally tastes like minty fresh, delayed release multivitamin, meaning delayed release, meaning people are always like, oh, you just pee out vitamins. Ritual waits until it's in the lower intestine to break down so your uh, vitamin nutrients can get absorbed in a way that your body can actually can actually do it. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? It sure does. Go and ahead. they're also small. They are Which small. Really, They're not horse pills. Yes, I like. I yeah. I get so whiny about having to take supplements because no, they're these so are big and they like are rough. Pledge. These are a joy to take. Pledge. Also, my doctor, my gynecologist, recommended the prenatal for ritual. ritual. She thinks that it's the best prenatal out there. Boom. 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 Yeah, we boom. <laughs> I mean, that's a little personal. For I our mean, lives. Oh. <gasps> maybe we want to have another baby. We're not sure. <laughs> That's big news. Maybe big, big we want to have another. Baby. I mean, we yeah. We just and plus with ritual. <laughs> just back into the ad. We deserve to know what we're putting into our bodies and why, especially when it comes to something we take every day. And Ritual's clean, vegan-friendly multivitamin is formulated with high-quality nutrients in bioavailable forms your body can actually use. No sugar, no GMO, no major allergens, no synthetic fillers, and no artificial colorants. Plus, the fresh taste that I already mentioned and the delayed-release capsule, which I already mentioned, make taking your vitamins very, very easy. It's a wonderful addition to our lives. Like we said, both of our doctors have uh, noticed our vitamin levels being met, which is, as a vegan, as a mostly vegan, that can be hard for me. But I'm getting my B12 from them. I'm getting my D3, which is super important for your immune health. Uh, So it's a great way to start my day and makes me feel ready to start my day. A multivitamin should contain key nutrients and forms your body can actually use to help fill gaps in the diet and no shady extras. Ritual's delayed release capsule delivers high quality nutrients, including vitamin D3 and just two daily pills. You'll always know what nutrients you're taking and where they come from thanks to Ritual's one-of-a-kind visible supply chain. Now available for women, men, teens, and prenatal, Ritual's multivitamins are scientifically developed to help support life's different stages. Your multivitamins are delivered to your door every month with free shipping and very minimal shipping, which I appreciate. Always, you can start, snooze, or cancel your subscription anytime. I've had to snooze once or twice. It was so, so, so easy. And if you don't love Ritual within your first month, they'll refund your first order. So get key nutrients without the BS. Ritual is offering weirdos 10% off during your first three months. Visit ritual.com slash weird. Sorry. Weird. Ritual.com slash weird. To start your ritual today and show your support of this podcast. Another one that both Val and I are loving is Public Goods. Public Goods is the one-stop shop for sustainable, high-quality, everyday essentials made from clean ingredients at affordable prices. Everything from coffee to toilet paper, shampoo to pet food. Basically, all the stuff you always need. And if you're like me, you're always forgetting. Public Goods has you covered. It's your new everything store thoughtfully designed for the conscious consumer. Uh, it's like, This is how you put it, Val. It's like a cool, chic online general store, meaning everything kind of has its own aesthetic, mm-hmm. things that uh, you're not used to looking good, like hand soap or dish, um, soap, dish soap. Spray, cleaners, sprays. Exactly. Now mm-hmm. they look good. It's not just like a mishmash of random stuff. It's public good stuff, and it gives your home a much cleaner and more uh, uniform feel. Everything you've all, always need, pretty much all the time, 
done simply and beautiful. The products look minimalistic, modern, sleek, and clean. No bright colors or mismatched packaging. It looks intentional and gives your home a pleasant look. We noticed it at a friend's house and admired how it looks, and now we are totally on board with Public Goods. Members of Public Goods can buy all of their premium essentials in one place with one beautiful streamlined look. Uh, They scour the globe to find clean, healthy, eco-friendly, and innovative products like hand soap. It looks like it's hand soap from the future. Dish soap, as Val already mentioned. It's basically all the stuff you need in one place. Knowing what's in your products and where they come from is super important. They ethically source and obsessively develop each of their products to be free of unhealthy ingredients and harmful additives still common on drug and grocery store shelves. They are committed to making their products healthy and safe for humans, animals, and the environment, which we love. They use a membership model to keep costs low and pass on even more savings to their customers. Best of all, you can make your first purchase with no obligation. So join us and hundreds of thousands of others who have switch to the new everything store i've worked out an awesome deal for weirdos receive 15 dollars off your first public goods order with no minimum purchase that's right they're so confident you'll absolutely love their products and come back again and again they'll give you 15 dollars to spend on your first purchase so you have nothing to lose and show your support of the show go to publicgoods.com slash weird or use code Weird at checkout. That's P U B L I C G O O D S dot com forward slash weird to receive fifteen dollars off your first order. Last but not least, a true fave. A, a true, true fave, fave in this house. I've had two today. Oh yes. When I'm, I'm shooting, have one right after this. It's a wonderful nighttime, kind of in the ballpark of a dessert, but mm-hmm. but healthy. When you want like a sweetie treat, it's a sweetie treaty. I'm oh. obsessed with a strawberry vanilla. I believe uh, it is. Yep, yes. strawberry vanilla. We haven't said what it is yet. We're not even saying. It's a new way of advertising. <laughs> We're not even going to tell you what it is. At the very end, we'll reveal. The it's going to be a reveal. It's a twist, like a Shyamalan. When I am shooting and I need a little boost of energy, just a little kick, uh, not from sugar, but from fruit juice, basically. It's sweetened with fruit juice. Uh, it's it's all it's Olipop. I had it's to Olipop. say. It's Olipop. It's Olipop. Guys. Surprise. Guys, Olipop. I love soda, but I haven't had soda in literally decades. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now it's back in my life and I'm being real. I'm happier for it. They make some, not some of, they make the tastiest, the best, um, healthy alternative soda that I've ever had in my life. This isn't diet soda. This isn't aspartame. And it's not cane sugar overload regular uh, soda. It is healthy, prebiotic filled, plant fiber filled, botanical supported, benefiting digestive health super soda. That actually tastes amazing. This isn't like the sparkling water phenomenon. These are dark drinks. You pour the cola in a cup. It is dark like cola. Vintage cola is one of my favorite flavors. Classic root beer, orange squeeze, cherry vanilla, strawberry vanilla, current obsession, and classic grape, which is my all-time favorite because I remember going to the bowling alley, Wallex Bowling Alley in Waltham, uh, and I would always get... Welch's grape soda, but of course Welch's grape soda has so much sugar in it. They all do. Coca-Cola has 39 grams of sugar. Their vintage cola, two grams. And it's not coming from that white powder stuff. It's coming from juice, which is incredible. Orange squeeze, five grams of sugar compared to orange Fanta, which has 44. I mean, it's just, it's irresponsible. Thank goodness Olipop is here to help us with non-GMO, vegan, paleo, and keto-friendly soda with less than 8 grams net carbs per can. They're so confident you will love their products. They offer a 100% money-back guarantee for orders placed through their website. We subscribed. We used our own promo code to subscribe. (laughs) And I've worked out a deal for the weirdos. Received 20% off plus free shipping on your order. I I recommend the variety pack. It's a great way to try all of the flavors and see which is your fave. So go to drinkollipop.com slash weird or use code weird at checkout to claim this deal. That's D-R-I-N-K-O-L-I-P-O-P dot com slash weird. You can also get them in over 6,000 stores across the country, including Kroger, Whole Whole Foods, Sprouts, and Wegmans. But uh, do it online. Show support for the show. It means a lot to us. And you'll be glad you did. That's right. 
All right, everybody. Get into it. Oh, wait. You say that. No, you say it. You say it. No, you say it. No, go ahead. You say it. Get into it. Hello, friends. Hello, friends. Look, let's be honest. It's 5.30. It's pitch black. <laughs> it feels like it's been nighttime we're, for hours. We're done. We're cooked we're dead. turkeys. I actually feel better right now than I think I have all day. Really? Yeah, because you were so generous and went and got Leela and took her to the Gunger's house. So we Wait, let me this. make sure we're recording real crap. Real crap. Real crap. Uh, and yes, you're very generous. And because you did that, I got to meditate for the first time in days. Yeah. And I got like 45 minutes of alone time. For Downton the f- Abbey. Yeah, for the first time in maybe a couple weeks. Can I? I, I like, relate. Yep. Go I have, ahead. I Go just on realized- with your bad self. Go on. <laughs> because we were home together, all three of us, for the last 10 days... Yeah, uh, these breaks are for the teachers, I, I think. They are. They 100% are. This is well, not... unless the teachers have kids and then they never get a break. Which is the case for a lot of teachers we know. Yeah. But uh, for some reason, I feel like the teachers at Leela School are a little bit... I don't want to say they're older, but I feel like their kids their might kids be grown. Their kids are grown, I think. And well, I'm like, not all, of them. not all of them, but I'm like, that, those breaks are... And you know what? And they deserve it. I'm going to check myself before I wreck myself right now. Yeah. They deserve it. But break is not break the is not the right word for parents. Thanksgiving immersion, <laughs> Thanksgiving family plunge intensity. Tank? Yeah, fam. Sorry, you had it. Family intensity. <laughs> it's like ja- the Japanese name. Thanksgiving ja- family intensity. <laughs> I think that's what Squid Game is. <laughs> I refuse. I refuse to watch Squid Game. Yeah, we can't handle the truth. It's it. I'm sure is fantastic. No, I'm not sure it's fantastic. I bet it's great. Nope, nope. I bet it's great. Nope. But I just we're can't. watching Tiger King, the new season. And I'm like, this isn't great. It's Don't hard get me wrong. To watch. Don't get me wrong. Oh, your voice kind of broke. I know my polyp is getting worse. I don't think it's getting worse, and I'm getting just worse. getting tired of it. I'm not even saying Tiger King isn't like a hoot to watch. I'm just saying like we are drawing ever closer. To a Black Mirror style reality where these streamers figure out what colors, lights, and sound combinations transfix us. I mean, like, it's it's inching ever closer to just straight up hypnosis. And when I watch Tiger King, and I love it, and I'm excited, and we're going to watch the second season of Tiger King tonight. Yeah. And they are not a sponsor. <laughs> In fact, they've just taken money from me right now. I've lost money <laughs> saying this. <laughs> what I'm saying is, while I'm watching it, I'm just like, nothing is happening. Nothing is sticking to me. I'm just dunking my head empty calories. in a rainbow washer. And the funniest fucking thing about it, <laughs> I, do, I do my self-editing. This, or, or really the saddest thing. Maybe Let's not say sad. That's too harsh of a judgment. But when the people on the show in second season of Tiger King, which I don't hear as many people talking about. I don't know if it's made as big of a splash. But it's the people from the first season mm-hmm. talking about dealing with the fame yeah. of the first season. And I'm like, I'm not trying to be mean, but I'm like, dude, I don't remember you. We all watched it. I don't remember you. Yeah, we watched it and we did not retain it. And that's not to say there's real fame and there's fake fame. All fame is illusory. Yeah. It's all nonsense. So it makes me sad when somebody's like, I'm the pawn shop guy from one episode of Tiger King. I'm like, dude, just go love your family or something. I know. Go enjoy a sunset. Of course, I'm preaching to myself. And it's really, again, we are going to watch this hours from now like just a couple hours from now just my head in a rainbow whirlpool yeah it is rainbow but is it because also i like i'm watching it and i'm like the pleasure that i'm getting out of this one of the pleasures is like this kind of voyeur ex yeah and and Part of that voyeurism is like othering. Like, holy shit, there are people like this? The show knows that that's... Like, it came at a time in our country that people are like, look, there's a whole other uh, type of thing. I'm. By the way, I'm not even coming close to saying that there's like 
everybody that voted for Trump is what that's absolutely not true. Yeah. I have family members that voted for Trump, so that is not what I'm saying. So please don't misunderstand. There's just like a you know, there's like the the people that stormed the the Capitol. Yeah. And we're like, what are these people what are up they to? Like? But yeah. I think that's what carnivals were too. Like <laughs> <laughs> I'm not oh saying that these people are descendants of carnies. I'm saying, that, oh no. I don't think we thought that, but it's. So it was like a great backdoor way you're, of saying. You're that. allowed to make fun of the Capitol riot people, I feel. Yeah. yeah. I don't even know. I'm actually trying to say I'm not saying that, but there, what I meant by carnivals is there's always been a like, there's Bayou folk and there's like yeah. these folk and, and it goes back as long as you, as, as humans have been around. But it is, that's what And I it's mean. othering. It's, it's bad. It's not good. It's it not good. Like, it's like, look at these freaks. That's what I'm saying. That's why it was funny that I was like, they're descendants of carnies because I'm actually trying to speak in defense of like, it's not helpful yeah. when you see people with Guy Fieri haircuts and like you know crazy clothes and yeah. like like the the second episode they were like i'm a pastor but i love strippers and shit and uh. like there really is like a rubbernecky sort of like and i don't like who that makes me that's what i'm saying so ecky tolls i was just listening to ecky tolls and he was like power over other people is uh Weakness disguised as strength. He's like, true power, and he doesn't even explain it. He goes, true power is tapping into your being, into your consciousness, Mm -hmm. and and that is available to you right now. And everybody listening, go ahead and look for it, because it is right there. It's right there. And when you think, as I sometimes will slip into, I'm watching Tiger King, and I go, I'm better than these tiger-killing, you know, rancid meat selling carny descendant carny descent yes and that's fucked up yeah and this is why i'm always like i think that's why we like when there are redemptive things about them because we know it doesn't matter if your hair is bleached yeah. or if you're like there's actually a moment where it was a trump rally and someone was yelling at the people trying to get trump to pardon Joe Exotic and a Trump supporter is like sort of using that anger uh, you know the loudness that we've seen at rallies but like to shame them and be like get out of here yeah. that's not what this is Yeah, we, we're, and I actually like that was a good moment because I was like Look at look at this yeah and I got to call sorry I just was totally on her side there exactly like, yeah that and yeah. I got to call bullshit on my unconscious belief that everyone at that rally must be this, this, or this. Yeah. Because there's a media system, just like Succession, there's a media system mm-hmm. giving me uh, fact enemas that are tailored to my preferences and my spending habits, my demographic and my location. Yeah. And it's just shooting what I like up my ass <laughs> and it's shooting what they like up their ass. Mm-hmm. And it's causing all, uh, what, what am I going to figure it out? I'm just saying what a bunch of fucking shit. And this brings me back to my, I always make the green book point, me and one of these people on a road trip, me and almost anybody on a road trip. Mm-hmm. And for that matter, People listening, you and that, and maybe if, if road trip isn't enough, you need a more extreme circumstance. You and uh, you're, the person you have the least in common with are the last living people. Yeah. You're going to figure out a way to find some coconuts together. Well, and you're going to find a way to pass time by the fire together. Mm-hmm. And you'll realize that all of this stuff that was f- uh, not filling up, but creating the crevasse between us was bullshit, was made up bullshit. And you have a human heart and you have human lungs and you have a human brain. And I'm going to go ahead and spiritualize and say you have a human soul and everything that's been shoved up your butt, you never asked for it, you didn't want it. It's based in fear on both sides Mm -hmm. of disappearing. And you'd rather be a liberal Californian than, than just embracing the fact that we're on this knife's edge of mystery that no one will ever understand. Yeah, it is a really interesting paradox because it's like all humans at their deepest core want um, connection and don't want to feel separated. But our egos or maybe like our misguided attempts at connection is tribalism where it's like I'm like these people. But really, it's like if you didn't limit it to being just like those people, you would see 
that you're like everyone because human beings are way more similar than they are different. And that's what no one is saying because that's like the opposite of clickbait Mm -hmm. is the story on, uh, I just picked Jezebel randomly. I don't know anything about Jezebel, but Jezebel says, Hey, hey, we have more in common than we have, than we have. Nobody clicks on that. Yeah. And I'm, I'm that way too, by the way. Yeah. I'm watching, you're watching Downtown Abbey. Downtown. <laughs> no, I'm being an idiot. <laughs> no. And then I'm laughing at my stupid, obvious <laughs> joke. But you're watching Downtown Abbey, and there's been some downtime this week. At downtown. Di- downtown. I marry you every day. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I really love that. More, <laughs> like, it seemed like I was making fun of it, but I really loved it. So I. We all know I'm loving how we roll. I'm loving making it. It is just, Mm -hmm. it's like this weird, I say weird because unexpected, summer camp experience where Petey is just (laughs) thriving. I I love it. I love the cast. How we roll is your show. How we we roll is is the new name of the CBS show where I'm playing a bowler. Mm -hmm. And it's a story of, what, what am I doing press? I'm just saying that's the name of the show. And I love it. And I'm really enjoying it. And it's the hours are incredible. And today there was like they were shooting scenes that I wasn't in. Mm-hmm. So that's the only way it could get like less challenging is if you're not even in the scene. Like yeah. it's sort of like slow like slow pitch baseball and you just try to hit hit the balls as perfectly as you can. Like it's not what I mean by slow pitch is that clear? I just mean it's 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 like it's jokes and I love telling jokes. Yeah. And then so the jokes are good. And then the game becomes like, how hard can I hit it? Mm. That's what I mean. Mm-hmm. So there it is. I know how to hit it. And then I'm going like, how interestingly or how hard can I hit it? And yeah. how far can I make it go? Because there's a joke and I'm going to try and make a face. I'm going to try and make a body move. I'm going to try and do something that no one was expecting. This is a tangent I wasn't expecting. I wasn't in some scenes today. So I went to my, my dressing room and I watched some of The Hobbit, mm-hmm. which... By the way, if you watch The Hobbit in the theaters and you were going in wanting Lord of the Rings, you were probably like me and you were like, fuck The Hobbit. Yeah, everybody. Everyone hated The Fucking Hobbit. Yeah. Uh, I feel. Um, But if you are like me and you are 42... And especially around the holidays, for yes. some reason. What is that connection? What is it? What we is all it? have it. What is it? It is something so cozy about. I think Tolkien is a winter motherfucker. He's I a pine. He he's a pine, he's a pine tree, tree of a man. Of a man. He's a yeah. stormy night. Well, and yeah. The motherfucker. I'll go on and on and on and on that the desolation of Smaug. 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 Smaug about. <laughs> Oh, the desolation of Smaug. Yeah, Smaug. There's a lot of Smaug here in L.A., actually. I know. It's been very It's been very smaug but makes for beautiful sun Smaugs. I should have said sunsets, but I said sun Smaugs. Smaug says. Desolation of Smaug. I skipped the first one. I went right to Desolation of Smaug. And I sort of wish I had watched the first one. Because when you go in, and this is Eki Tolls too, when you go in with no expectations and just watch it for what it is, you have a much greater chance of liking it. Mm-hmm. But if you're like, this better be like Lord of the Rings. Anyway, this is boring. All I'm saying is dwarves, <laughs> men, elves, goblins, orcs. Um, this is us. And hobbits. <laughs> this is us. Yeah. And what, what I was thinking while I was watching it, first of all, I felt a little spiritual guilt. I was like, shouldn't you be reading... Text. I have so much to say about that. Well, Please go ahead. shouldn't you be meditating? But I did meditate today, and I did read spiritual texts, and I and I heard of I heard my own voice go. Stories are how you process reality. We ain't mad at you. Yes, we ain't uh... mad at you. Watch it. But then I was. This is so. I kept watching, and I was like, okay. You and I talked about who we are in the Lord of the Rings universe. Obviously, you're a Hobbit. I mean. <laughs> There was a scene in the Shire because I finished the movie and they go back to the Shire and there just are Valerie's. There's just Valerie's in bodices with big beers and they're just they're just laughing, just like happy with their garden patch and just sort of kids running around in a vest, like a tight yeah. bodice vest. 
And I was like, oh my God, this is, not only is it you, they're always defined by their friendships and their family. Mm -hmm. And like, and it's an oversimplification of saying like a good time, but they're not like big worriers. Mm -hmm. And they're like, hey, the sun is out. Let's make hay sort of people. Yeah. And I am not a (laughs) (laughs) And you and I thought, thought, Okay, I'm going to go into that tangent, but I'm going to say this before we go into the what we are, because mm-hmm. I feel like we can talk about that. And don't forget spiritual uh, guilt. Yeah. But I'm watching it and I'm like, I am the good guy. Mm-hmm. Like, I just really took a second to watch the movie, but also keep a little of my awareness on my inside. Mm-hmm. And I was having really basic thoughts like, I'm Legolas. I'm a good guy. I am. I don't have dragon sickness. I'm not greedy, and I'm not a coward. I'm. I go into the battle and fight for the good ones. And then I was like, because we're watching T King, and again, I say this with love and respect. The people that I perceive as the most different from me as possible, and all kidding aside, I see them as beloved children of the mystery mm-hmm. who deserve love and safety and warmth. Right, mm-hmm. uh, in the most deepest fundamentalist fundamental level. They watch that movie. They think they're Legolas. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and and North Korea. They watch the movie. Well, they don't watch they're the probably movie. Not <laughs> I no. don't want to make fun. No, I'm not. Yeah, but I had a bit. I wasn't going to do it. Oh, okay. Uh, because it's not their fault. But anyway, <laughs> what I'm saying is, pick your biggest enemy. It doesn't matter. They watch. Lord of the Rings, and they think they're Legolas. Yeah. Riding on top of orcs and shooting arrows with, with a plumb. Yeah. Unless you're like me and you really know you're a hobbit, you're Legolas. <laughs> well, that, but even in those moments, I don't think I'm Legolas. Mm. We'll, we'll go back to that. Mm. I don't think I'm Legolas because I think elves are sort of like beautiful celebrities. Yeah. I think elves are played they're, by elves. They're Brad they're Brad Pitts. They're, yeah, Orlando, they're Orlando Bloom. Orlando Bloom and, is an elf. Yeah, that's what I mean. Absolutely. And Kate uh uh Kate Blanchett. Kate Blanchett is Luke an elf. Tyler, yeah. But the reason why that works so perfectly isn't just because they look fair and light. Mm-hmm. It's because they're immortal and fame in our culture is perceived as immortal. Yes. Somebody on set today was like, I want to go out like Bing Crosby, play nine holes of golf and drop dead happy. And I'm just like, wow. Like we're still talking about how Bing, that's a, that's immortality. <laughs> yeah. Like people are still going like Marilyn on her birthday. Marilyn. Those are elves. Yeah. I don't think I'm an elf. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't think I'm quite a dwarf either. But mm-hmm. we, I think maybe we talked about this last week. We said dwarf. Yeah. Well, because I was also like, if you're interested at all in Ayurveda, I really had this realization that there's there's three doshas: Vata, which is like air; Pitta, elves. yeah, so that's elves; Pitta, which is fire, so that's humans and dwarves, and dwarves, and Kapha, which is hobbits. And dwarves. Like, you can be, like, Kafa and Pitta. So, dwarves are Kafa and Pitta, which you are. So, I was like, I am you're Kapha a dwarf. Bit. I'm a dwarf. I think I'm a dwarf and a human, and I'm not trying to flatter myself. Yeah. Because humans are actually the ones that are, like, tempted by the ring of power. Yeah. They're, like, sort of corrupt in the ways that, if I'm being honest, I'm corrupt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to say I'm corrupt, but the the edges of my corruption are, you know, clinging to the same sort of things. Influence. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, wealth, these mm-hmm. things. I'm not crazy about sharing this, but I think you can tell by you're... my tap dancing constantly that that's clearly a desire for me. I think you might be um, a oh goblin. God. What if you said a goblin? A goblin. I think a you orc. might be a goblin. I think you're an orc. <laughs> well, goblins are worse because at least orcs sort of have a personality. They're yeah. like, reach back on the menu. But goblins are just like, oh, fucking goblins are here. I can't remember goblins. That's my point. You either have to play the Lord of the Rings video games to fuck with goblins mm. or uh, they make a brief appearance in the third Hobbit movie, The oh, Battle wow. of the Five Armies. And I believe the line is, uh, don't worry, there's only a hundred of them. And then four dwarves just fuck them up. And I'm like, that's 25 apiece. I wonder if they're counting. Wow. <laughs> um. <laughs> it was a joke. And you just said, wow. And now I know what it's like to do shows, stand-up comedy in Lithuania. <laughs> well, I just was trying so desperately to hold on to all of the things yeah, yeah, that yeah. I'm thinking of as you're talking. Go ahead. Sorry, I missed your joke. No. Um, who is that guy's name? What is that guy's name? 
that with the long hair and the dreamy and the dark hair, and he's the human. Yeah, and he Aragorn, the son of Arathorn? Yes, and so he's like part man, part elf, right? No, 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 he's having, he's having bone sex with an elf, Liv Tyler. Yeah, but then he becomes the king. I don't oh. think he's elf. He's not elf. He's but, a man. But he's, but he's a man. Got... He's, he's like a converted man. Yes. Like he knows. That's I'm striving mm. for Aragorn. I think you're close. I preach. And I'm pulled back a little bit by, um, I can't think of it, Gimli. Yeah. Just a little of that, <laughs> like, let's fortify our walls and go inside. We said that last time. But talk about spiritual guilt. Um, yeah. So I just. I just unwrap a, a loud <laughs> sandwich. <laughs> Was that all lettuce? <laughs> that's the loudest sandwich. You know, you also have a side of you that's, what are the trees called? Ants. Yeah. Compliment. It is a compliment. Compliment you're, alert. It's not just because you're tall. You're also very slow and gracious and generous. I appreciate that. <laughs> and, you know, in one of the scenes in How We Roll, uh, it's, it's almost like uh, we're playing I Got It. It's very mm-hmm. funny. I don't know if they did it on purpose to delight me. But there's a moment where I'm pretending I lost, and then I'm like, I won. Mm-hmm. Uh, spoiler, Ooh. <laughs> and uh, or I won something, and then uh, so uh, Katie Lowe's, who plays my wife, jumps up on my arms, jumps mm-hmm. up, and like I pick her up, mm-hmm. and I was like, that's very empty. Like really? I, I'm the mother. I didn't think that, but now oh. they're saying I'm like I'm the dude, and yes. I'm happy to be this person yeah. that can pick up people who aren't accustomed to being picked up. Yeah. And yeah. yet, no one can pick up me. <laughs> JK, I'll meet... A giant? I've never met Andre the Giant, but I have met Jason Siegel. <laughs> and he's tall? No, that's the joke, is that he looks like Andre the Giant. That's <laughs> in his movie. I'm pretty sure it's okay to make that joke. Um, Go on. Spiritual so guilt. So, spiritual guilt. I just was in therapy talking about how I noticed that around this time every year... I get in this very specific mind state and I don't only get it this time of year, but this time of year, I always get it. If that makes sense. Like I get it other times of year as well, but always like November and December, I get this, like, it's like I took an Adderall or something and I get like hyper focused. This is how you are now. Mm -hmm. Dude. I wonder if that's what's going on with me because your boy, Pete, Pete, yeah, is yeah. feeling exactly like razor sharp, yeah, and and motivated. It's been very nice. Well, and I have a friend who is because it's like if I, it's very generally it's really productive, so I don't mind it. But it can dip its toe in like mania. Oh, because sorry, no, because of this. Oftentimes, I have a really hard time focusing on something like a Richard Rohr thing because I'm just like, got to keep moving, got to keep achieve, like achieving things, doing things. Yeah. Like I'd rather go and get gas in the car than be like, just see well, it in that's the present. My, yeah. yeah, that's my entire point that I was trying to that's make it. is that I, so the, the attributes of this is I do get hyper-focused on something. And I remember last year, it was like, I became obsessed with like, making little uh, uh, improvements on the house. Like that's when I got the fireplace and the different light fixtures Mm -hmm. and a new rug. And Mm -hmm. I was like obsessively looking at rugs. Like I couldn't stop flipping through my phone looking at rugs. Like your boy who can't stop watching YouTube videos about cold Cold plunge. Yes. So it's, it's like, I got a cold plunge. (laughs) I've never been on Instagram more. Like I'm just like, because I don't have some project like that. Like Instagram has kind of become that and I've just become really obsessed with Instagram. And I was just sharing all of this therapy and I was like, and I remember that when I'm in this mind state, I don't, I have way less of an urge to do my spiritual practices. Like I'm, I don't want, I'm, it, it's like, I want to break from it. It's like no deep thoughts. And I was saying, I don't feel necessarily balanced right now. Meaning, I don't feel like dangerously imbalanced, but I I do feel like tunnel vision in this one kind of mind state. But if I zoom out, I do kind of feel like this is a balancing phase to how I usually am, which is like very 
spiritual and reading all these spiritual things and doing all this self-improvement and always, and like, I just need these seasons where I'm like, I'm just after kind of cheap dopamine hits right now. Like I just kind of want to buy clothes and watch Tiger King and like be on Instagram and get, and like plan parties. (laughs) Completely agree. I loved it. I, I was tempted to interrupt every three seconds because yeah, I completely really agreed. agree. Yeah, I'm. I'm glad that it's not. And what I was going to share is, I have a friend who has like bipolar two, which is like bipolar light, and hers. If I didn't see bipolar one, will I understand? <laughs> Standard joke. Great. Um, she she hers is seasonal, and she always has a manic phase in the fall. Hmm. So it's like. I don't know. Like maybe there are lots of people listening to this that relate to this. Like maybe it is. Well, it seems seasonal. It's like the winter is our death, and like we're like we're we're not dead yet. It's like this like yeah, or where it's like hoard for the winter. Or like, yeah, I think it's like, probably that. Like get a lot of life energy and joy and yeah. things that you can. I also think it has a lot to for me like enjoying the the CBS show so much. Remember, I've, I've mentioned many times, I'm like, I'm very interested in the will to do things. Mm. And I find that, like, it's 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 a paradox. It's like, the more your basic needs are being met, the more you'll have this sort of, like, I don't know why, but I quit smoking. You know yeah. what I mean? But, like, anybody watching the TV show of your life would be like, it's because you met Karen. Or <laughs> yeah. it's because you got promoted to manager. Or whatever it mm. might be. Mm-hmm. Like, that's... But we never put it together. Yeah. And that's life. Is yeah. if someone else was watching, they would put these things together. Yeah. And that's what a therapist is. It's someone that's watching. Yes. That's, <laughs> watching your show. That's true. I think there is something to that. But it is, it's just, it's, so I've been having guilt because I'm like, I just, my meditations have been really, there's no good or bad, but they've, I've just Thin. had thick, yeah, like a like I'm getting lost in thought a lot. I'm not I have no desire to listen to the spiritual books that I li- that I listen to and read. Um I'm having a hard time doing like I have to really work to like even exercise like like I said all of that like general well-being stuff that I spend most of the year doing. I am just like naturally wanting a break from and just want like kind of shallow fun. Well, you know, I I say it a bunch, but Richard Rohr says all knowing needs to be balanced with unknowing. That's Mm -hmm. easy because there's so much we don't know, Mm -hmm. but all doing needs to be balanced with undoing. So you and I do practice undoing quite a bit. That's that's what meditation is. It's like, I'm going to sit and I'm not going to do anything. I'm going to be, you gave me this line, which really helped my meditations, like be still like the universe, like empty space, mm-hmm. like so much of the universe. Mm-hmm. I know it looks like it's moving around. So much of it is just, and like you merge with that, yeah. this huge force. Yeah. Another random meditation tip is the mantra that's really been doing it for me still is just this. Mm-hmm. And I was in a real stale spot until I remembered just this, just mm. this, just this. It's really a nice way of nudging yourself back to like, stop, just, just this. Yeah. Just this. I love it. I love it so much. I love that too. And I'll do, I'll say just this breath that to like start oh. me with that. But um, all yeah. of that stuff I think is, can be balanced. And I'm hoping now that spiritual teachers, I'm sure they do, or I hope they do have people in their lives that are just like, we're just going to go get an ice cream or walk on the beach or we're just going to ride motorbikes or whatever it is. Because at a certain point, and I think you and I do this, I I, I sometimes see us getting a little too close, almost to like a freak out level of like, Wait a minute. What is this? Yes. And then I do you that go like so frequently. It's time for pizza. <laughs> Hallelujah. It's time for, I, I don't have anything else. Well, just please, was, please interrupt. It's that, time for pizza. Please, you just please won't give me a bite. Stop until I interrupt you. No, no, no. Hallelujah. Um, even if I do interrupt you. Ooh, pizza sounds good. Yeah. Pizza always oh, sounds good. Always. You know when pizza doesn't sound good? Immediately after you eat pizza. Yeah, that's true. And even then, I'm like, I don't know. I could pick out a pizza right now. <laughs> that is so funny. You know what? Really, when it doesn't sound good is the middle of the night after you've had pizza. When you wake up with a 
fire island in your asshole? Yeah. Um, I I probably thought of... Go ahead. I was just going to say... Oh, just that my therapist had a great reaction, as she always does, where she was like, it just sounds like you're wanting to really be in the material world. And I was like, yeah, I think I just need a break from like thinking about the nature of reality. And she said the fun... I won't be able to recreate it. Who she was said this? The, my therapist. She said the funniest yes, where she was just kind of like... Uh, yeah. (laughs) Like, and it was, and it made me laugh so hard because it was like, that's like the permission that I needed. And she's like, you just, you want to be like engaging in the senses and tasting things and smelling things and touching materials and being in this world and experiencing relationships. And I was like, yes, that's really kind of all I want. And, and I think there is a deeper way to do that than what I'm doing. Um, so maybe I can gently move towards that, but like even just enjoying Instagram kind of, it's like, I do get this, these moments where I get really like, what is this? And I'm so tired of wondering it. And like, it makes me feel like I'm not a part of it somehow. And then I kind of want like fairy dust amnesia, And just to get, like, back in the drama every once in a while. And you can. But Ram Dass would say you can't ever fully. Yeah. Which is fine. Yeah. So you have a little... I don't want to fully. Yeah, you don't want to. And then that means, are you really really doing it? Yeah. Listen to this bit. Okay. Half Askins. What? Half Askins. What? (laughs) Is the name of the bit. What? Like Atkins. Half? I wrote a bit. Oh, like half I'm not assing. On, I'm not Atkins. on Atkins. I'm on half Askins. Low carb, no carb. People are crazy with the carbs. How many carbs are in Tylenol? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? This is like your phone. Oh, I'm so sorry. Wow. Just, I'm just wow. I'm just wow. decline that. Eat a burger, not the bun. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I, I numbered how to do this. A lot of people on the so I'm reading from my joke notebook from like 2004. Or as what I guess you would have called it then your joke, jote book. My joke book. <laughs> jote book. Jote book. Because you called it half-assed again. You're very good. <laughs> a lot of people on the Atkins diet. Never saw it coming. I can't believe the answer the whole time was eat more bacon. <laughs> now you see. You, that's okay, but like that's very similar. I wonder if it predates or probably postdates. Seinfeld had a bit where it was like, this guy lost weight eating nothing but hoagies. Yeah. What were you eating before that you lost weight on the all hoagie diet? Yeah. Is uh, the better version of this. Yeah. Two health nuts. Eating ribeyes covered in cheese, smothered in butter. I just, you know what I'm hating about this is I know that when I wrote this, I didn't bother Looking learning at, anything. This is well, like I was going to say, it like, does feel like you were like sitting there going, "What topic could I say?" Talk. Oh about? yeah, totally. Some people have no respect for their bodies past the grease. Um, I'm not on Atkins. I'm on a spinoff of the diet. The half Atkins. This is so bad. I'm kind of on the Atkins. I'm kind of doing it. Not really. I'm on what I like to call the half Atkins. This is really making a meal of it. This is a one-liner. This is yeah. a one-liner. Yeah. Um, it's a whole page on here. Two. When I feel like a steak, I'm on Atkins. But when I want a pizza, forget Atkins. This is before I swore. The joke is, fuck Atkins. Yeah. Uh, Eat a burger, but not the bun. Eat 30 scoops of ice cream, but not the cone. Just a general misunderstanding of what (laughs) carbohydrates are. Eat a loaf of bread, but not the crust. This is really touching on something that I don't like about myself, which is like, not in a horrible way, but I'll just like charge forward with the minimum amount of information. Yeah. It's what, it's like barbershop or beauty parlor Mm. chit chat. Oh, what 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 is this? We're gonna we're gonna eat uh, bacon now. Yeah, we're lo- we're losing weight on bacon. It's like, it's it's the yeah. uh, early years of stand up. Yeah. Sometimes I think that's where Doctor Atkins came from. He was just that kind that kid in second grade who wouldn't eat his crust. That's kind of interesting. <laughs> yeah. That's okay. The teacher would be like, "Eat your crust." There are children starving in Africa. 
he'd say, I know what I'm doing, lard butt. <laughs> it got us in the end. It got us in the end. It got us. Lard butt, I did not see coming. Lard butt. I'm doing lard butt. Why doesn't oh Smash God. Mouth just go ahead and only write jingles? That's because there was car commercials with. Uh, that was my that was my Bill Hicks phase. I was going for it. <laughs> um, this was fun, Val. Let's I see. Cheesecake tolerance and butterfish. You ever see someone on the street and think they're at? You think at one point they were your waiter? Oh <laughs> my God. <laughs> That is like baby baby snob too. What's I baby like. snob? Just like you were a kid and you were still a snob. <laughs> You're like, like that person could have been my waiter. Oh, I see. But this is more like you know. I think I fixed this joke late. Oh no, here it is. It's like spotting a B-list celebrity. Here's oh, how I, I would see. say it now. You ever see someone on on the street and go like, "Were they my waiter?" Oh yeah, that, that's what I mean. Okay, I'm not I like see. they could be my waiter. Oh okay. This I is see. this is back when your boy was way before the Fraserification of your boy. I say Fraser. It's kind of like spotting a B-list celebrity. Like, oh look, that guy either served us some cheese sticks or he was in a movie with Corey Feldman. <laughs> <laughs> that laugh. That laugh. That laugh. This laugh. It's still happening. It's so bad. I'm holding your face. You are so. What is that laugh? It's because it's bad. It's just, yeah, because it's, it's really, really bad. bad, and I, and I'm not used to you being bad. You're I very he, good. Thank you. I hear a lot of my mom's like voice here, it's so and my cute. mom has like a real like like she's very funny, but like I yes. can see me being her son. Here. I can see that, and it's very cute. It's endearingly bad. You're very fun. Here it keeps going. We're only. Two stanzas in. <laughs> I was having lunch with a friend and he ordered a Philly cheesesteak and cheese fries. I said, you know, that's not very healthy. That sounds exactly like your mother. Sorry, I You know, know that's not very healthy? Just like she would say to me, I was eating with my friend. That Whoa, does and she ordered like a Philly cheesecake and I said, you know, that's not very healthy. And of course she got upset. All, all, yeah, no, my mom <laughs> would be like, well, Carol, look at you. Like she'd say something worse. Yeah, she would. This is why. Like, yeah, this um, is how you got to this point. That's what she would say. You know, that's how you got to this point, right? My mom is very fun. She's a peach. But she's always like, I'm not friends with Susan anymore. And I'm like, <laughs> you told me the story. I know why you're not friends with Susan anymore. I'm on Susan's side. Yes. Um, I I took this a different way. I hate this because that is not what I would say. Mm-hmm. There's just like so much early stand-up would just benefit from just a little gust of wind under your butt to say what you really said, what you really felt. Yeah. Like, just report the truth and and to get a little bit better at noticing what parts of reality are actually the interesting ones. Mm-hmm. And this is what I felt about Lena Dunham and Pete Davidson, who were both very young and they were very good at noticing what did I really say and what was actually interesting about what happened. Yeah. Because if I knew... like. First, I don't believe any of this. You ordered a Philly cheesesteak and cheese fries. Like, if I told this now, first of all, I would say who it was. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, I went out with my friend Joe. He's a real piece of shit when it comes to eating. Like, mm-hmm. I just have to. He's an animal. He's a goddamn animal. Yeah. He's always eating, like, things that you're only supposed to eat when you're drunk. But mm-hmm. he's, like, stone cold sober at an airport ordering a cheesesteak. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, give it some perspective. Yes. And it wasn't, you know, that's not very healthy. It would be like, Jesus, Joe, you're going to die. By the way, I love Joey Roses. And he does like cheesesteaks yes. and he said whatever I eat first of all he did not say whatever this is all just like <laughs> whatever this is reeking of lies <laughs> whatever I eat this all the time my body is totally used to it <laughs> I was like it, okay it's meat cheese and deep fried potato I don't think you can build up a tolerance this is awful this is so this is so it's awful engaging it's like snobby <laughs> in this weird like yes. sesame street sort of like the only, like, remember, I love Seinfeld. I'm going like, I don't think you can build up a tolerance. Yeah. Just get, first of all, just get to it. But like, it's like. Yeah, you're friend, writing a script over here. Exactly. And then I'm like. And then he was like. You're just like, my friend ordered a cheesesteak. I said, are you sure about that? He goes, don't worry. I'm totally used to it. It's fried made in cheese. I don't think I can build up a tolerance. And you'll, 
what you do when you strip the joke down to its essence is you see that it's not good. Mm. You're dressing it up with all this like, and then I go, and then he goes. And, and like, all you have is tolerance. Yeah. And can't it's build not up good. a tolerance. Keep going, though. I think it gets worse. Your stomach <laughs> is never like, oh, joy, cheese fries. I'll put these in his biceps. Milkshake, that's our staple. Guys, if there's anything this segment is teaching you, if you think I'm a good comedian now. You are. Well, I certainly agree. Uh, <laughs> everyone fucking blows at the beginning. Yes. Rest, okay, here. Restaurant food is... This is a new premise. Restaurant, same... same. I'm at least trying to write a chunk. Restaurant food is so bad for you. Like at Bennigan's, I worked at Bennigan's, we have this one fish dish and people... Uh, order it and always say the same thing. I don't usually like fish, but I love this. <laughs> and then I said, what's your secret? No one ever said, what's, what's your secret? secret? People did say, I don't usually love like fish, but I loved this. That, yeah. that was fine. And I tell them, basically, that's not fish. It's more like butter shaped like fish. Sure, we start with fish, but then we add about three ice cream scoops of butter Covered in butter, smear it in butter, let it soak or not, soak overnight in butter. Basically, if we could spawn fish to live naturally in a sea of butter, we would do it. Okay, so the joke is, you don't like fish, yeah, you like, like butter. butter. Yeah, and you don't even say that at any point. I don't think. And here it is. Oh, yeah. And in other words, you don't like fish, you like fat. That's so bad. <laughs> and the reason you don't like fish at home is you've never cooked it the way we do here your body has survival instincts to stop you. You'd be like, I'll just add more butter. Well, I don't want to die. I'll just go to Pentagon's. I later turned that bit into something that is a little bit more passable, which is when we go to restaurants, we're hiring someone to cook for us in a way that we wouldn't yeah, in our own a, kitchen. That's a good premise. Yeah. And I, I was like, you're putting a hit on the chicken. Like, yeah. you just want it. They're like, I don't care what you do. Just make it delicious. Yeah. I don't want to see it. Yeah. Like, just do it in the back. I don't want to see it. Yeah. That was a more interesting version. Well, that, that concludes Pete's I love that. 2004 stand-up uh, journal. Thanks for sharing that. You're welcome, Val. That was enjoyable. I love oh. this. I Well, I hope so. <laughs> I enjoyed this very much. And I am going to look up Spotify.com. I, I hope I'm saying that right. And we'll play... Um, you keep giving ads to Spotify, and they are not in favor right now. Oh, because they don't pay their artists? Yeah. I'm pretty sure Eric Satie's estate is getting a pretty penny <laughs> just from us. So some, like, 19th generation Satie is ripping bong hits wearing one rollerblade and one <laughs> testicle hanging out of his umbros. I mean, it has 67 million views. That's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. I mean views. Uh, Spotify isn't paying... Their artists uh, is what you're telling me, and I believe that. Mm -hmm. Eric Satie has 4.1 million monthly listeners. The Satie Foundation is keeping his corpse in plenty of little rimmed glasses. <laughs> this dude's dead, right? I mean, look at it. The picture is from <laughs> that photo looks like someone's the turn like, of the century. You'd put it on a seance table to be like, "We're going to find Eric." Like that's <laughs> that's the only time you see a photo like that. Um, all right. Well, now that we've roasted him, here's his beautiful masterpiece, <laughs> uh, and we'll give our little contribution to Dylan Satie, one nut out of his umbros. <laughs> This is no. not a good one. Okay. Not out of his umbros is not a good segue. We were to this beautiful poem when we were watching Tiger King, and it was just interviewing the son of the guy who went missing, oh, and he was yeah. like, "Yeah, I remember the last oh, time." Oh my god! And he goes, I went to the kitchen. I had to take a piss, and Val and I paused <laughs> to have a five minute discussion on how, like, you know, I love the ladies. I love swearing. I love swearing. Yeah. It's a great thing. Swearing's fun. Yeah. Don't, Don't say, say take, take a piss. piss. Don't say take. And and actually, the five minute conversation was, he was like, I I was going, you know, I was at home. I went down the hall to take a piss. We paused it, and it was just both of us going. Don't say take a piss. Don't. Do not. Don't. Don't. Say Don't. 
take a piss right no now. No one says take a piss. Do not say take a piss. And it's, then I, then it's was, the take a shit of the ding dong and the puss. This it's is so gross. It's not. It's not good. Yeah. You only say that if you're an undercover DEA agent trying to pass with the Hell's Angels. You don't say it for a talking head of a no. documentary about us. And then you said died. the funniest thing ever. I know, and it's it was a little, really snobby. It's very snobby. And you went, oh, so this isn't your house. Because <laughs> it was like a very nice house. That is, for once, you said something snobbell. It's too funny to not share. Yeah, I'll allow it. it I'm not proud of that. It was so funny. <laughs> but then he also went, and then I opened the door, and there was a bobcat. Wow. He just went, wow. And, and I was he like. He did that immediately after. So it was one of those beautiful moments where we laughed about that. Take yeah, a piss. take a piss. We hit play, and then he went, and I walked in, and there was a bobcat. Wow. He we barely, went, he was trying to go, wow. Like, do yeah. the noise. But he just went... But it was so... It's such a weird choice. And then we couldn't... We had to pause again. I mean... We, we watched... I remember at that point, I was... I said, we've watched three minutes and we've paused five times. And let, <laughs> let me just say, in our episode where the theme was balance the spiritual stuff with the, with the just romping in the garden stuff, like regular life stuff... It was beautiful. You and I were connecting. You even made a, a snobby joke for once. It wasn't me. <laughs> and we were having laughs that might not have been okay. Mm -hmm. uh, but we were pausing and we were laying like head to head yeah. on the same pillow. What am I trying to make you barf? I'm just saying we were being close. <laughs> yeah. And we were laughing. Yeah. So even as I'm saying it's swirling nonsense, sometimes you just want the, co the cotton candy enema yeah. and it's okay. And that goes back to me watching The Hobbit and being like, shouldn't I be meditating? That, 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 that tied up the whole thing. The poem, the music's been playing the whole time. Here's the poem. <laughs> Again, terrible segue. Okay, here we go. I went back take a piss. <laughs> take a dick shit. I mean, I feel ridiculous reading this I can't this believe no one's point. ever said take a dick shit. I, I would prefer people still not say that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, wait, let's have five seconds of the song and then you can read. Okay, read the, we're really taking a deep left turn here. Yeah. Oh, we take were a breath. silly. We were, we silly. were silly. Now we're remember right. beauty, the light moving through the trees. I would say remember that wordless, thoughtless space that's looking at your eyes it's not beautiful it's not not beautiful it's beyond this or that it just is and it's pushing itself to the tips of your fingers and the tip of your nose get in touch with that and listen to this fucking poem dude and I would say yeah cause that wasn't very good no that was good I just that's how you that's what this, the thing that you usually represent and I would say, remember the smell of an orange, the feel of grass. Smell of an orange. Smell of an orange. Remember the smell of an orange. <laughs> remember the smell of an orange. <laughs> remember the smell of an orange. <laughs> remember, remember smell of an orange. <laughs> I turned into like no, Kevin. Just, <laughs> Kevin from the office. <laughs> <laughs> Michael, remember the smell of an orange? <laughs> I had to hit your face. That's too funny. Uh, we should do laugh. late afternoon ones more often because we have lost it and it's the funnest. Oh my god. Remember the smell the of an orange. orange. Okay. Well, there's just never going to be a good moment to read this poem, so let's yeah. just get through it. Here we go. Whew. Okay. Who Are You by Dana Falls. <laughs> Remember the smell of an orange? A-R-N-G-E. Remember the smell of an orange? Remember the smell of an orange? Should we go just ahead. not read a poem? I think the poem is this. Remember the smell of an orange. I was, uh, unfortunately, orange is one of those words that nothing rhymes with. It is like the word that nothing rhymes with. Well, the M&Mers will sometimes say oranges and 
Porridges. Oranges. Dorhinges. Dorhinges. Oranges. Dorhinges. Yeah. Uh, but that being said, <laughs> today's poem is Val saying, remember the smell of an orange. Val? Remember the smell of an orange. It's going to be the password just to my Pandora. <laughs> I don't mind. I don't mind if people steal my Pandora. Remember the smell of an orange. Don't, don't, don't go guessing my Pandora. I do like that as a password. Oh, it would be great. All right. Keep it. Crispy. Mother. Trucker. Gotta go take a piss. <laughs> <laughs> Wanna do